The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Still on the topic of romance then. That yes. Nice segue. Uh, here's an, a little ditty for you. Uh, the internet, and I don't know if it's uh, the search is still. Oh, didn't need to do that. that. The, uh, the internet was searching and may still be for a woman named Andrea. And uh, here's why. They know very little about her except that she took a flight from Miami to D.C. This and sounds like something out of a, a romance like a movie. movie. It does. Uh, but here's what happened. Uh, there was somebody cleaning an airplane last year. So this is quite some time ago. She found a message written on, uh, is there a nicer way to put this? A barf bag. A uh, motion sickness bag? Uh, one of those. <laughs> It was signed by a 21-year-old named Andrea, and she said that she had bought the flight last minute from Miami to D.C. to intercept her best friend while he still had, while she still had a chance. He had a layover there, and she was she was flying to, to greet him. He didn't know it, so she could tell him for the first time she loves him. Now, she was planning to go to Australia in a few days for a semester abroad, so she wouldn't be able to see him for almost a year, and she just couldn't go to Australia without telling him. But she didn't have Wi-Fi, uh, so she she on this flight she didn't know what to do. She she didn't have Wi-Fi, so she just wrote her thoughts all down on this barf bag, which wasn't discovered for almost a year. But who, so I, I'm 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 confused. Who was she writing the notes to? She had learned that a friend of hers was going to be at an uh, at the D.C. airport on a layover on a flight he was taking. Yeah. She looked and realized that she could get a flight from Miami yeah. to D.C. and be there in time to catch him okay. while he was still on his layover. So she was worried the entire flight, how it was going to go, what would he say, would it change everything? Because they've just always been friends. But the truth is, she loves him. Aww. So she just wrote it all down, how she felt about him. She loves him and why she's doing this and she all the, her fears and hopes and dreams. And, oh, and so she just put it out of her head onto the onto right. the, the bag. And, and she said, before you ask, why didn't I, you know, put this out, out on social media or why didn't I email? She wanted to do it in person and she wasn't able to get Wi-Fi anyway. <laughs> so she had nowhere else to put it. So she just wrote it in this bag. But then she folded the bag up and put it in the front <laughs> pocket and it remained there. Well, think about how long it could be there for, how right. many people are getting sick on a plane. Exactly. So it, it might have remained there for a, a year. Um, so now it's been found. It was up on Reddit. So a lot of Reddit people were putting it out there. Who is Andrea and can she be found? And as I last checked about 48, 72 hours ago, she had not been found. They want so. to find out if, if they got together if she right. she found the guy if she told him that she loved him and did it work out and yeah. how did, what did he do so all we know is her name's Andrea she lives in Miami she's 21 years old probably 22 now and uh, and <sighs> she's in Australia studying mm. that's all they know so sort of a romantic story i guess i don't know how did you is there anyone you ever wanted to that's a you know what it's not a fair question that's okay go ahead married. Have you ever thought back over your entire life and thought, I wonder how different it would have been had yes. I told X yep. I loved them? Uh, I, I'm not sure if I told them I loved them or I think it, it w maybe it would have been um, had I given it a chance instead of I love, yeah, given yeah. it a chance. So dated, yeah. you dated but didn't yeah. pursue it or you just never dated uh, l long story, but uh, 
dated friends for a very, 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 very long time. Hmm. I actually even, I, I received a, a ring from this person once. A promise really? ring, yeah. I, you know, you, you run the risk, don't you, when you're married? And have I think a I thought... Show of saying yeah, something you should Yeah. Um, I, I don't think about it anymore. I think I thought about it um, in between my first and second marriage when I'm thinking, oh, well, that didn't work out so well. And, you know, yeah. but, uh, you know, I don't... But, okay. But I think that that would have been one of them, yeah. So I don't think about this at all. Seriously, I don't. But there's a reason why it came up in my life again. So there was a girl named Donna in high school who was... She was a Miss, uh, you know, PEI or something. A very attractive girl. Very funny. Um... I used to make her laugh in class all the time. We were in a lot of classes together. I always made her laugh. We walked home together almost every day. Like high school. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm talking high school as yeah, well. Me too. Yeah, too. Like through 10, 11, 12. Yeah. She always had a boyfriend. And her boyfriend was always, quite frankly, the captain of the hockey team, mm -hmm. you know, the coolest guy in school. And I was more the class clown kind of guy, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, did play football, but, you know, whatever. Um, and I never asked her out. And then... She ended up breaking up with her last boyfriend because, actually, he, I think, went to a farm team for the NHL. Like, I think that's... And they didn't do a long-distance thing. And there was a two-week window in which she had no boyfriend, mm. basically. And I didn't have a girlfriend. And I thought about asking her out. And you and, didn't. And I didn't. And I ran into her mother mm. in that time who said... I don't know why you're not asking Donna. <laughs> so, you know, mom was basically, yeah. you know, but I didn't. And then she got involved with a guy who she married, uh, subsequently married. So I went away to university. She stayed in uh, Prince of Redondo, went to university, and she married this guy. This is almost, yeah, it is sad. And then I forgot about her. Mm -hmm. I, I got married. I moved. Um, and then maybe 15 years later, I go back to Prince Edward Island to do a show. I'm a comedian mm -hmm. now, and I'm touring. And I do this show, and I'm waiting um, in the lobby of the hotel in which the show is located. And she walks in by herself. Mm. And she walks in, and I saw her, and she, to my mind, had not changed mm. a bit. And I, I looked at her, and she looked at me, and she ran over. She like threw her arms around me and um, said, why didn't you ever ask me out? <laughs> That was the first thing she said to me. Why didn't you ever ask me out? And I said, I was too scared. It was the first thing I came back with. Yeah. I, was, I was too scared. She goes, well, you should have. And we didn't see each other. I, I didn't see her after the show. Mm. I didn't, you know, so we just had that one moment together. And that's 10 years ago. But I've learned since that the guy she married, she stayed with for probably almost 20 years. So she would have still been married to him at that point. And she was in a heavily abusive uh. relationship. Mm. And that she finally left it. Mm. And well, I'm glad to hear she finally left it. She did. And from my perspective, it's funny because, you know, obviously I love my wife. and you yeah. know, But from my perspective, it was like, I don't think about what would be different in my life had I asked her out. I think what would have been different in her, her life, life yeah. had I asked her out. Because even if I didn't end up marrying her, maybe I would have changed the trajectory yeah. of her life. Yeah. And she wouldn't have ended up with him. Mm -hmm. So it, Timing, you know, though. T timing is... Is something else, yeah. isn't it? And yeah. um, 
Yeah, I, I truly believe, you know, the whole thing, people come into your to your life at, at certain times either to teach you a lesson, to point you in a certain path mm-hmm. or, or keep you from going down a certain yeah, path. Yeah, just I, to I, maybe adjust your direction yeah, a little bit. And, yeah, and I, and I, I believe that um, completely. And, and I also see why then years down the road you hear these stories of, you know, maybe when people are divorced or when people... Um, their spouses have passed mm-hmm. that they look up the Donnas or the right. you know, whomever yeah. and may, and sometimes they get back together um, but then we also hear other ones of you know you look them up on Facebook just because you're curious and then that can cause all sorts of, of grief as For well sure. uh, you know because I otherwise have I, no regrets. Well, I was just going to say, of, yeah. I, I, I live my life with very very few regrets Yeah, as and, and I think that's a, a good way to, mm-hmm. to do it because the whole everything happens for a reason thing. Yeah. I do believe that. Yeah. It is funny. I know we've talked about it before. We talked about it this week, but just the fact that you and I were living in Sault Ste. Marie at the exact same time, mere it, meters from each other, basically. The early where, 80s. Yeah. Where you went to high school and where I was living while working for Algoma Steel, never met. But it, it does sometimes feel like the universe tries to bring certain people together. Yeah. I, I don't mean romantic, no, no, obviously. Gosh, no. But it's just really funny that, well, what would be the odds? Like it, the, the world becomes a very small place when you start, you know, even my current wife and the fact that the only reason I met her in the first place was going up to mm-hmm. Edmonton to try out for America's Funniest yeah. People or yeah. whatever. And it happened to be a night in which the bartender yeah. phoned in sick and she filled yeah. in. Mm-hmm. And, and in that moment, yeah. we met. Coach used to watch me on TV, and we happened to be in the same place where my now stepson um, was the waiter. And he huh. would go home and tell tell Coach, oh, yeah, you know that girl that you used to watch on TV? She comes into the restaurant by herself all the time and happened to be there that night. And Coach said to Colton, take her a beer, take her a Stella over, and, you know, because he'd asked, what does mm-hmm. she drink? And Colton, my now stepson, brings a beer over to me and said, this is from my dad. <laughs> and I remember thinking to myself... Oh my gosh! How old am I, and how old is your dad? Because I thought Colton was much older than he was. Like he was only eighteen at the time. Yeah. I thought he was in his twenties. Like, oh my gosh, I'm getting hit am on I by old, old guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you have a, a unique way? Well, while, while we're on this, because you know it's kind of been love and marriage hour here on uh, the six thirty Chet afternoon news. Did you have a unique way that you proposed? There's a guy. Mm. In California, he was a firefighter. He was a firefighter, and he faked his house being on fire. Not sure that this was a. He faked her house being her house being on fire by putting smoke Smoke. machines, and he had tested it once with a single smoke machine, and said it didn't produce enough smoke. So, like many guys will do, he went way overboard and got six smoke machines, put them in her attic. (laughs) <laughs> and had them turned on so smoke was pouring from her house. Listen to this. Where's the smoke coming from? Are you with me? What are you doing? So the fire trucks have shown up. What? This is not freaking funny. <laughs> hey, come here. <laughs> come here. <laughs> come here. Come <laughs> here. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? She doesn't know whether to laugh or cry. Will you marry me? Maddie, will you marry me? 
Is our house fine? Yeah, our house is good. <laughs> is my house okay? Uh, yeah, I've had the fire trucks, everyone show up, go into the house, and then uh, there he is proposing his full bunky, bunker gear on the, on the front lawn. So, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, it was scared her for a little moment there. <laughs> I guess... You know, I'm surprised, honestly, that it didn't get... I'm surprised, honestly, that the story wasn't that the firefighter was in trouble. Trouble for doing it. For doing it, because there was that story about uh, a deputy, and I don't have it in front of me, but it was a a deputy who thought it would be funny... To send his colleague a bomb? A bomb, yeah, Florida. A fake bomb. Florida. Go figure, folks. Here's what happened. So he's a former Florida deputy now. He's facing charges. Uh, What he did, uh, the deputy, James Piper... Uh, he was charged with planting of a hoax bomb considered a second-degree felony. He addressed it to his lieutenant. Uh, <laughs> it was a box that was insulated with plastic packaging and contained a red cylinder-shaped object with wires protruding uh. and a handwritten note with the word boom, boom on it. Well, the, the lieutenant opens up the box, sees that, and does what he's trained to do. He leaves his office immediately, evacuates the building. Uh, Canine bomb detection dogs were brought in uh, and of course discovered the the package was in no way dangerous. Then a communication went out at the same time to all deputies to not come back to this detachment because there was a bomb. And that's when the guy who sent the bomb realized oh, I thought they'd find it funny. So he readily admitted that he phoned, uh, no it was a joke. Like that's, it's just a joke. Um, he had to resign the same day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they said, you know, that his boss said, you know, with the climate of everything that's going on with, uh, with, with, with bombs, explosives, all of these things, it was just completely unacceptable, obviously. He's now out on $50,000 Jokes are hard, huh? Yeah, no kidding. Well, <laughs> who thought that would be a good yeah. idea? Like, you know what? If you're going to do a practical joke, run it by somebody. That had to be a single guy because there's no way he ran that by his wife. And his wife was like, yeah, do it. <laughs> That'd be good. Hey, honey, have a great idea. Yeah, I'm gonna send. I got. I got a prank. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna steal the gnome out of the backyard. Yeah, I'm gonna exactly. send a fake bomb <laughs> to my coworker. Oh dear, 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 dear. And uh, do we have time for one more? Before 4 o'clock? You have uh, 90 seconds. Well, oh, hold I'm... on. Kevin's on the phone with oh, a unique okay. proposal. Let's, do, Let's do Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Hey, and this is not quite as, I don't know, as crazy as those last two, but I made arrangements through initially Tim Hortons Canada, but then through the local Tim Hortons in Spruce Grove to construct a roll up the rim with Will <gasps> You Marry Me. Did you really? I did. It took a lot of work because it's really weird. I had to roll it up and then glue something inside it. It wouldn't stick because of the wax inside <laughs> yeah. there. And I had to redo it a few times to finally get it to work. But it was very successful. That was seven years ago, and it was really fun. And she's a big Tim Hortons fan How and did, a big Roll Up the Rim fan. Did that make the news, Kevin? <laughs> Not that I know. Well, that's... I love that. But it was, but it was fun. She's, she, she had a lot of fun with it. Uh, uh, first of all, she couldn't even believe it. And then actually, she always gets her coffee double cups. So I actually put her engagement ring in between the two cups. Oh my gosh, look mm. at you, Kevin. Well done. Yeah, well yeah, nice done, job. creative. Very well done. And how long have you been married for now? Just, uh, just over seven years. Now. Well, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. You've kept that romance alive, I hope. As much as I can. She's a wonderful woman. Awesome. Have a great weekend with her. Great, thank you. Take it Bye. easy, Kevin. Oh, love that. Well done. He My wife in, would he be. Was, he was inspired to do something, yeah, and I love yeah, that. Yeah. No, no, and I think it's great, and I think he did a good job.
My wife would have hated that. She hates those rims. She always hands them to me. Here, do this. I don't know why. She can do so much. She's so talented. Cannot roll up a rim to save her life. Call yourself a Canadian. She can, and I've shown her a dozen times. It's so easy. She gets in there with her fingernails. She gets, she's bought a tool one time. I'm like, oh, my Lord, are you kidding me? Give me that cup. Give me that cup. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.